what do I do if my students won't sing? In today's episode, we're going to be deep diving into this frequently asked question. I'll be sharing some of my experiences and hopefully giving you a few strategies that you can use to help with your students in your classes. So let me tell you about Max. Max was in early years and he didn't sing, didn't like to sing, chose not to sing, who knows, for whatever reason, he wasn't singing and he would sit there quietly, happily in the lessons where we were singing and um, just have, he had his mouth shut, he was looking at me, but no sound came out of his mouth. The whole class learnt all the songs for the nativity and in the performance he sat there on the stage in his costume holding his little toy sheep and mouth shut the whole way through, didn't sing at all. And at the end he came up to me and he said, did you know some of the children weren't singing? And he was horrified that some of the children weren't singing and I'm stood there thinking, well, no, you weren't singing. Of course, I didn't say that. It occurred to me that he didn't realise he wasn't singing. He then joined the Key Stage 1 Choir, which is ages 5 to 7, for those of you who aren't in England. And um, he went on to join the Young Voices Choir. Never sang a bit, but he spent every rehearsal totally engaged, watching, listening. He wasn't like messing about. He wasn't being stroppy or um, getting bored or anything. He was completely there. He was completely with it, but he just didn't sing. He he thought he was singing. He thought he was singing. And actually, I think he was. He was singing in his inner hearing, audiating in his head, everything. That's why he was engaged, because he was learning the words. He was learning the actions. He was learning the melody. He just wasn't actually using his voice. So what do you do? Well, patience I think because years later I heard him singing to himself and it was so it went from silence to beautiful singing he was singing something that wasn't easy and he was singing in tune mindlessly to himself he didn't know anybody was listening and oh my god I had to contain myself I wanted to rush over and go oh Max you're singing you're singing but I couldn't because he didn't know he wasn't singing before did he bless him oh so it really inspired me to be patient I think you really do need patience. And it did take years for Max to start singing. And now I can tell you he's a beautiful singer. So we've got two different settings for where your students might sing and whether what what your background is and what you're teaching. So if you're a class teacher, it might be a little bit different to if you've got private students in maybe a piano lesson. So let's start with classes. As long as they're not messing around, just like Max, they could be audiating singing in their inner hearing in their head the whole time. So they actually can still be learning the songs and still be improving their music skills. They're just not stretching the muscles around their vocal folds. Maybe we can do that later. So be patient. They all take their own sweet time with everything, especially if they're very little in early years. We know that they take different times to develop different skills. If you're in a one-to-one situation and I know that you know you probably know that I teach piano using the could I approach so we're going to be singing a lot and I have had children from tiny tots all the way up to teenagers in actually teenagers in singing lessons refusing to sing 
it really baffled me to start with that a teenager should sign up for one-to-one singing lessons, turn up to the lesson and then absolutely refuse to sing. And it's because of anxiety. They don't feel safe yet. They don't know me. They need time to know that they're not going to be criticised. I mean, who knows what people have said about their singing voices before, or maybe they've watched X Factor and they've seen people being very overly critical, all for entertainment. You know, it's no wonder they suddenly get there and panic. Maybe they think I'm going to ask them to do something that's too hard for them and it will be embarrassing. Or maybe they think I'm going to ask them to do something that's really easy and yet they won't be able to do it and that will be even more embarrassing. So whatever the age and whatever the topic of the lesson, whether it be piano or singing, just they need to warm up to you, just like they need to warm up their voices. So we're going to start with just silly sounds, vocalizations. With the teenagers, we can talk about breathing and making um, sh, sh, v, v sounds, sort of an accent method for warming up the voice and they seem to be okay with that and you can work from there to making more sounds and with little ones it's all about silly sounds making lots of pitch slides I must do a podcast soon on my warm-up that I use with my little ones my balloon warm-up so back to the little ones in their piano lessons I'm expecting them to sing because I know that I teach using a singing approach the Kodai approach but they might not be expecting to sing What I never actually do is I never actually ask them to sing. I just make those silly sounds to warm up and then I'll just start singing and 99% of the time they'll just join in. They are excited. I've got some puppets. We're singing some song and we're waving little birds around and all sorts of crazy things. And they just get caught up with the playfulness of it. But sometimes there'll be one that won't sing and if they're just not singing... I'll just sing and they just won't join in and I won't make any comment. If they actively say, I don't want to sing, I say, that's fine, I'll sing. And I do all the singing and they do all the actions. They might hold the puppet or maybe the puppet might sing. And they do always join in eventually, usually in the first lesson. But a guaranteed way to get them singing is to use a game. And this is the same whether you're in a class setting or if you're in a one-to-one setting a game that has different parts. So if they want to be it, they're going to have to sing. So a game like uh, Which Witch Fell in a Ditch. Everybody sings. Which witch fell in a ditch, picked up a penny and thought she was rich. And then the person who is the witch, the child that's the witch sings, are you my children? And everyone sings, yes, we're your children. Are you my children? Yes, we're your children. Are you my children? And then the last time they go, no, we're not. And pull faces. And it's a great game. Of course, to be the witch, you have to sing, are you my children? And they usually want to be the witch. And they put their hands up and they're the witch. And then suddenly they're in the middle of the circle and their bit comes along. They've got to sing and they've they've sung before they've even known it. So it's not like you stand here and sing on your own. It's just part of the game and they all want to be the game and they forget that in order to play the game, they have to sing. Of course, occasionally you'll get one that suddenly freezes when it's their turn to sing. And then you can ask them if they want to choose a friend to be the witch with them and they can sing together or you can sing or something like that. But never make them feel bad about not wanting to sing. They will sing eventually. I promise you just be patient. And if they aren't, maybe they're singing in their inner hearing like Max was. 
I must tell you, though, about my least successful singing student who absolutely refused to sing. And that was Maisie. And she was eight. And every time I started to sing, she'd remind me that she wasn't going to sing. And I'd say, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I know, I know. But the funny thing is she kept singing by accident. She kept joining in and then she got really cross with herself. So um, that amused me. But I, I tried to be patient. I tried to never ask her to sing. Um, but she did. She did sing eventually. But she was so cross when she did. So cute. Right. So what I want to know from you is what are your experiences? Do you have students who won't sing? And what do you do about it? Or maybe you find some of my suggestions useful? I'd love to hear from you. I'm happy to get emails on helen at doremiconnect.co.uk or you can find me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, although I'm not very good at Twitter and Instagram, I have to say. Uh, Facebook's definitely where I hang out the most. And if you're a Doremi member listening to this, then do pop your thoughts in our community group. If you want more help and support in teaching music or piano using the Could I Approach, then why not become a Doremi member? It's where I keep all the best stuff, run live coaching on Zoom and also hang out in our members community group. Get all the info at doremiconnect.co.uk.